Blessed day, everyone. I want to start this podcast by speaking about the history of women wearing pants. I found a wonderful article on Britannica.com, and as usual, I will link to it in the show notes. I'm going to paraphrase it a little bit because it's a pretty long article. So it starts off by saying, in some cultures, pants have been common garments worn by women for centuries or millennia. This was not the case in much of Western society. In the United States, women typically wore long skirts, with the exception of some women who wore pants-like garments to perform work or engage in sports. While there were some women who championed pants in the 19th century, pants, as an acceptable everyday clothing option for women, didn't truly catch on until the mid-20th century. The adoption of pants as a popular item of dress for women in Western society traces its roots to the mid-19th century dress reform movement. Aha! Although there were women of this time who were already wearing pants-like clothing, if they were engaged in physical exercise or household work, the garments were typically worn out of the public eye. Most women usually wore long skirts that felt heavy, looked bulky, and limited their range of motion. I've seen pictures of women wearing these long, big skirts on the farm. Somehow they manage. And I find it interesting that some women wore pants, but they wore them outside of polite society. So you might wear it in your backyard when you're doing work or maybe inside your house. But then if someone came over, you quickly change into your dress or skirt and you obviously did not go to town. I'm speaking of people who live in small towns with pants. You wore dresses anytime you were outside in public society. In the United States, Elizabeth Smith Miller designed an early version of pants-like clothing for women around 1851. It consisted of a skirt extending below the knees and loose Turkish trousers that gathered at the ankles. And it was worn with a short jacket on top. Known as bloomers, this garment took its name from an early advocate of Miller's design, Amelia Jenks Bloomer. Other early supporters of pants for women were physician and reformer Mary Edwards Walker and suffragist Elizabeth Cady Stanton. Then it goes on to say, despite enjoying some popularity and the fact that the bloomers generated much controversy, their everyday use faded away after a few years and pants for women were again relegated to a limited range of activities such as exercise or chores or were worn in private. Throughout the years, there were short-lived revivals of pants wearing, such as during World War I, when civilian women who took over jobs traditionally held by men sometimes wore pants during World War II. And although women continued to enjoy wearing pants after the war, especially for leisure, style trends for women remained fixated largely on skirts or dresses until the 1960s and 70s. Then, buoyed by the women's rights movement, pants became firmly established as popular and appropriate clothing options for women at home, in public, and in many workplaces. When I come back, I'm going to talk about some of the reasons that I love to wear skirts and dresses. Welcome to Lifesmithing. My name is Cynthia Burley. One reason that I love wearing skirts is because it makes me feel so very feminine. Now, it used to be in Western culture that women wear skirts and dresses, whereas men wore pants. So if you saw two people 
walking down the road at a distance, you could easily tell who was a woman, who was a man. Aside from the shape of the body or the hair, you could tell, you could easily identify because you had these visual cues, which were a skirt or a dress and pants. There was an obvious difference. Nowadays, because women also wear pants, it's not always easy to tell who's a woman and who's a man. Let's be honest. There are some women who are shaped like men. Either they're very um, stocky or very muscular, or they're not very shapely. They're not really shaped like a woman. So you could be looking at someone, especially if she has short hair, and you're walking behind her, you may very well think it's a man. Now, I understand that the pants that women wear are a little different most of the time from the pants that men wear. There are some unisex type of pants like jeans or khakis. So sometimes it's obvious based on the design, the patterns, that a, a pants, a pair of pants is for a woman. But still, the visual cue is not as strong as it was in the past. When I wear skirt or dress, I feel ultra feminine, especially in the beginning. When I converted in 2011, I was wearing pants. And then I went to a traditional Catholic church and all the women wore skirts. And I said, you know, I want to be traditional too. So I started wearing skirts. I had some relapses. There were times where I said, you know what? I want to wear some pants and I might've worn them for like a week. And then I went back to wearing skirts and dresses. But I saw a difference. I really felt the difference. It's hard to explain. It's a mental thing. It changes your mind. It makes you connect with the women of prior generations who wore skirts. Whenever I wear a skirt and I walk into somewhere, I'm telling you the difference is obvious in how I'm treated. Now, connecting to that, and this is the second reason why I like to wear skirts and dresses, is for modesty's sake. And they're both connected. I'll tell you how. Obviously, we know that one can wear a very tight, form-fitting skirt, which is not modest at all. So we're not talking about that because we want to be modest. Normally, I wear A-line type of skirts because they're pretty modest on me and they don't cling to me because I am shaped like a woman. I'm not one of these women that don't have hips, etc. If I wear a pencil skirt, it's going to be modest. So I tend to wear A-line skirts. And this is what I noticed. Before, when I used to wear pants and I would walk down the street, the reaction that I would get from men was extremely vulgar because of the way that I'm shaped. I didn't like it. Even when I wasn't that modest, I didn't like it. Well, maybe I was always modest a little bit because I was raised evangelical. So I guess I was always a little bit on the modest side. However, when I started wearing skirts and dresses, the comments changed. The comments were nicer. Men went out of their way to be gentlemen. They judged me by my appearance. Is that fair? No. But that's what humans do. And humans will do what humans do. We all judge by appearance to a certain degree. So they would look at me and see me in these A-line skirts that were usually below the knee, I would say. Way below the knee. Although not down to my feet, but long enough compared to other women. And they would judge me as either a church lady, 
that. I'm not saying I like that necessarily, but they did. Or just someone of substance. They just treated me differently. If I walked into a department store, I got different treatment. If I walked into a restaurant, I got different treatment. People saw me as a lady. And if they saw me more than once and realized that I always wear skirts and pants, their whole attitude toward me shifted. Now, to tell you a side story, I recently went to a new dentist. And there's a young woman, an Orthodox Jew. So she's a dental hygienist. So one day she said to me, are you modest? Do you believe in modesty? I said, why do you ask that? And she said, because I noticed, and she only saw me once or twice. I noticed that you always wear skirts. And then I looked at you and I I thought, you kind of dress like Orthodox women dress. And it's true. If you've ever been in an Orthodox neighborhood, Orthodox Jewish neighborhood, when there are a lot of them in Brooklyn, they dress like traditional Catholic women because they usually have a skirt that's below the knee, not form-fitting. It's just a look. I can't describe it. So I was very pleased to, to get that because I said, okay, I'm doing something right. So yeah, I feel modest. And it's important that we are modest as women. And when I come back, I'm going to talk about the third reason why I like to wear skirts and dresses linked to modesty. See, they're all linked together. But it has to do with not being an occasion of sin for our brothers in Christ. Hi there, this is Cynthia Burley. Please subscribe to Life Smithing with Cynthia Burley on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google. If you listen to us on iTunes and you love this podcast, we would be so ecstatic if you would give us a five-star review. Giving us five-star reviews help us to reach more people. Thank you so much and God bless. Let's talk about the very important consequence of being immodest. And that is acting as an occasion of sin for your brother's or sisters. We have to say sisters because we live at a time where homosexuality, sexual exploration with opposite sex is encouraged and seen as normal to a lot of people. So because of that, it is possible that when we are occasions of sin as women, it's not just for men, it could be for women also who are struggling. So let's take a look at some quotes about modesty or immodesty and how that might affect your brothers. Let's just say brothers. You know, we mean sisters as well. Okay. So the first quote is from St. John Chrysostom, who lived between 347 and 407 AD. Now, these are strong words and don't get offended. Okay. It says, you carry your snare everywhere and spread your nets In all places, you allege that you never invited others to sin. You did not indeed by your words, but you have done so by your dress and your deportment. When you have made another sin in his heart, how can you be so innocent? Tell me, whom does this world condemn? Whom do judges punish? Those who drink poison or those who prepare it and administer the fatal potion. Hmm. You have prepared the abominable cup. You have given the death-dealing drink. And you are more criminal than are those who poison the body. You murder not the body, but the soul. 
And it is not to enemies you do this, nor are you urged on by any imaginary necessity, nor provoked by injury, but out of foolish vanity and pride. This is a wonderful answer to those people who say, If someone sins because they look at me, it's their problem, not my problem. Something is wrong with them. Popeyes the Twelve said, 1954. Now many girls do not see anything wrong with following certain shameless styles like so many sheep. They would surely blush if they could only guess the impressions they make and the feelings they evoke or arouse in those who see them. Giuseppe Cardinal Siri Genoa says, The wearing of men's dress by women affects firstly the woman herself. By changing the feminine psychology proper to women. See, this is what I was saying before about how I just feel so different when I wear skirts. It just does something to my mind. So ladies, when you wear pants, and I'm not just going to say pants in this situation. I'm also going to say short skirts because I see a lot of women wearing very short skirts, even in traditional parishes. I'm not talking about a skirt that hits you right on the knee. I don't go to that extreme. I don't believe that you need to wear a skirt down to your ankles, okay? I think that a skirt that hits right on the knee is totally fine, and that's what I prefer to wear because I'm not a tall woman, and I find that when I wear skirts that are extremely long, I look just frumpy. So I prefer it to be on the knee, and I think that's totally modest, and some of you might disagree with me on that. but. I do see women that wear skirts that are thigh high. And it is true that if you're a little heavier, it's going to look even more modest. If you're pretty slim, it won't be it won't appear as immodest, but it's still immodest because I don't believe we should be exposing our thighs. Okay? Now some of you might be saying, "Oh, you're just saying that Cynthia because you're middle-aged. Let young people be young people." Even when I was a young person, there was a time that I chose not to wear pants and I dress modestly. It has nothing to do with age. It has to do with modesty. Keep in mind that you may be pure in your heart and you may not be thinking anything. By virtue of your dress, you can be causing men to fantasize about you in a way that they don't want to. You walk into a setting with tight pants and suddenly your brother in Christ is thinking about you in a sexual way. It doesn't even have to be tight. Because what happens is when you wear pants, you are suddenly seen as more open-minded, more man-like, less chaste and less modest. It's true. Because remember, one of the reasons that women started wearing pants is because of the women's movement. They wanted to be like men. How does a man think of a woman who acts like a man? They automatically think that woman is loose sexually. One of the characteristics of women is they tend to be modest. You know, you think of a modest woman as not speaking as forthrightly about sexual matters, uh, being a little bit more reserved. So the woman that acts like a man is quite the opposite. More vulgar, the language may be different, uh, more open-minded, less restricted. So when a man sees a woman that's dressed like a man, he's more likely to start thinking these kind of vile thoughts about the woman. 
Whether it's fair or not, it is what it is. So just know that when you wear pants, you're likely to cause a man to look at you differently and to think about you differently. And you don't want that. You don't want the responsibility of causing your brother to sin. And I've heard people say, Am I my brother's keeper? Well, absolutely you're your brother's keeper. You have to be careful not to cause your brother to sin. In the same way, your brother has to be careful not to cause you to sin. Modesty actually applies to both men and women. And because women have such a variety of clothing they can wear, women are the ones that are more likely to dress immodestly. For example, a guy might be modest in, in that he might wear a tight shirt, a shirt that highlights his muscles. Or he might wear a pair of pants that are tight across the crotch. That's how a man could be modest. But most Christian men, that's not really much of a temptation for them. They pretty much dress okay. Whereas women, we have a wide range of fashions that tend to be modest because it's hard to find fashions that are modest in the store. You might be wearing the short skirt. You might be wearing um, the pants that are too tight. A lot of the times they are too tight. If you wear your shirt inside your pants, your shape is going to show. And depending on the fit of the pants, it's going to accentuate your shape. It's a lot easier for women to fall into modesty. So don't just think that, you know, if a guy sins, that's his problem. He's the one that has a vulgar mind. No, you have to be aware of your effect on other people. And do you want your brothers to sin? So that's another reason why I no longer wear pants, because whenever I wear them, I'm very aware of my sexuality and it seems very overt. And I think about the fact that I do not want my brother to sin. You know, imagine you're wearing a pair of pants and you're walking away and you happen to turn around and you catch your brother in Christ quickly looking away because he could not keep his eyes off your posterior as you walked away. That's not good. That's not good. Okay. All right. So that's the other reason why I like to wear skirts and dresses. Now, the other reason that I like to wear skirts and dresses is because I found out that my husband, Joe, likes it when I wear skirts and dresses. Now, you might say, duh, why wouldn't he? He's a Catholic. Well, look, remember that not all Catholics are the same. So when I met him, he was not really used to a modest woman because Catholic women around him were not particularly modest. They wear bikinis. They wear short skirts. And so that's what he knew. And so when he met me and I was wearing longer skirts and more modest, it was refreshing for him. Okay, so I knew that. But what surprised me was that there was a time I had my little itch, which I get every now and then. Is it every seven years? No, it's less than that. And I'm like, hmm, I feel like wearing some pants. Now, I usually get that itch because one thing I do not like about wearing skirts all the time, modest skirts, is because I is that I always feel dressed up. So sometimes I don't want to feel dressed up. I go for daily rosary walks. So I'm I'm walking and then I feel like I look dressed up. I don't feel like I'm dressed for sports. I know there are some modest outfits for sports, but I always feel dressed up. So sometimes I just want to feel 
dress down. Like, I just want to throw on a pair of jeans. Let's say I'm going out, you know, to a restaurant. I want to throw on a pair of jeans and a nice top. And so sometimes I'll joke around and I say, I should get some jeans. And then he tells me, no, 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 I don't want you to do that. And I'm like, why? Because you're not that into modesty, are you? And he's like, I can't see you in pants. I like the fact that you are modest. And so that makes me feel very happy that I've had this kind of effect on him and that he likes to see me dress modestly. Even if he is around other people who don't dress modest, he likes for his wife to be modest. And that makes me feel happy. Why do you wear skirts? I hope I've encouraged some of you to consider wearing skirts and dresses only. And those of you who only wear dresses and skirts, why do you do so? Have a blessed day. St. Ignatius of Loyola says, He who goes about to reform the world must begin with himself, or he loses his labor. Until we decide to reform ourselves, we cannot hope to have any influence on our families, our culture, our politics, our world.